Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Today's topic of conversation is stealing money from advertising or marketing budgets to facilitate podcasting. The genesis for this talk comes from this simple fact. If you want to run an advertising campaign on popular podcasts, you've all heard the campaigns, Quip, Blue Apron, Squarespace, Casper Mattress, dozens and dozens, Quicken Loans, lots of places doing this, right? If you want to run it, and clearly the reason these companies run these campaigns is because podcast, it works. When you put your message out as a podcast advertisement, they work. And if they didn't, these companies wouldn't be spending upwards of a million dollars annually. And that's not a mistake. million dollars annually is a, is a respectable budget. And they wouldn't be working. But the minimum amount of money you can spend, and trust me, this will get to how you can steal some of this money in a moment. But the minimum amount of money that you could spend on a podcast advertising campaign, if you wanted to work with the big advertising people that are out there, you wanted to get your show on one of the, get your ad on a, on a popular show, you need to budget around $25,000 for a campaign. It's just not worth it. For anybody to go set up an ad campaign across a variety of podcasts or even one podcast, a popular podcast again, top 10, top 20 type stuff, unless you're spending somewhere in the neighborhood of $25,000, okay? So keep that in mind. Twenty-five grand to run a one-month, no more than that, ad campaign, four weeks, twenty-five grand. That's it. Keep that in mind while you also think about this. It's also very popular these days in business and has been for a while to make something called an explainer video. Your company has an interesting product or service. You need to get people's attention for it, but your product's kind of complicated. You know, it's not a commoditized thing. You got to really talk about it. So explainer videos are popular. You put the explainer video on your website, on your product page, or somebody comes by, they click, they watch this two to three minute long, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter video that breaks down how it works and attention. You've seen these on Kickstarter. You've seen these on Product Hunt. Explainer videos, all the rage. You know what it costs to make an explainer video? Well, the costs vary wildly, but it's not uncommon for explainer videos to cost See if you've heard this number before, $25,000. You can get them for less. You can get them for more. But a solid quality, if you wanted to earmark some money to make a great explainer video for your company, it would cost you, let's just say, $25,000. Maybe you get two for that price. Maybe you get three. 
But think about that. So now we've got this number $25,000 sitting around there for one month of exposure on one or two, maybe three podcasts, popular, you know, which, equate, uh, which equates to millions of impressions, maybe, probably more like hundreds of thousands of impressions. You have $25,000 you can spend on making explainer videos, one or two, maybe. Or what if you took that money and made it and made a podcast with it? Now, if you're an internal person, that's great, right? Because here's some money that's available. Hey, boss, instead of that $25,000 to get one month's of exposure or one or two explainer videos, what if we take that twenty five dollars and we make a podcast pilot of X number of episodes? And I'm thinking the X is a number greater than 10. Give me the money, boss. I'll go make 10, 20, an entire year, six months, whatever the number is, worth of content that we can put out to the world. That's great if you're an internal person, but here's where the magic of this geniusness that I come up with lies. Let's say you're an expert in something. Let's say that you are an expert in, I'm just going to make this up, public relations. That's what you do. You do PR really well. And you're an independent contractor. You've done it. You're an agency for the longest time. Had your own agency maybe working in there. But now you're doing freelance public relations. Great. If you can hold a conversation, if you can speak into a microphone really, really well, because you're also a podcaster and you're listening to this, you could go to other PR firms and say, let's make a podcast. I'll be the host of this podcast for your company. And we'll put out six months, a year's worth of content every other week, every week, whatever the time frame is. And the way we're going to pay for that is you're not going to do a one-month marketing campaign. You're not going to do that explainer video. Instead, you're going to take the money you would have done for those things. Oh, let's just say $25,000. And you're going to give that to me and I'm going to do the podcast soup to nuts for your PR firm or whatever you do. Maybe you're a CPA. Great. You have knowledge. You have interest. You have expertise in the particular domain. And you can speak. You could create your own branded content. Now, you're not competing at the level of Pacific content and Wondery and the Tons of other places, the Gimlet Medias that are producing super in-depth, hardcore, 100-plus hours per episode. That's not what you're doing. You're just producing a podcast, a good podcast, probably interview-focused, maybe a little bit of a recon, but it's up to you. I mean, it all depends on the complexity that you want to do. But if you think about it, what if you took one day, just one day of your time, one day you dedicate to creating a podcast episode. And what if you did that every two weeks? Again, throwing just ideas out there. That's 25 episodes if you did the entire year. You don't need the entire year. We can take a break. That's, what if you did 20 episodes? What's your day rate? Is it a grand? Because if your day rate's a grand and you do 20 episodes, 20 grand. Now, of course, maybe you can't do it all on your own. That's fine, but... You could hire some for a thousand bucks. You could hire somebody 
per day to do all the stuff that you can't really do, like maybe the editing and promotion, that stuff. But would it take you an, an entire day to record a podcast episode? No, probably not. But factoring in ideas, you know, ideation stage, working with the clients, communicating back and forth, hosting, lots of things to work out. But numbers seem to work. So will we see the rise of the creative class, the influencer in a particular vertical who rather than, or maybe in addition to their own influential stream, create one for a company, create one for an organization. And the way you justify it is instead of that $25,000 advertising campaign, oh, by, by the way, any digital advertising campaign you run with the exception of easy things like uh, paid search ads or do-it-yourself Facebook ads, any serious campaign for marketing, for an advertising campaign in the digital world, speaking from a guy who spent a couple of decades either in or adjacent to the sweet suite for marketing for, or marketing agencies or marketing departments and advertising agencies, I'm pitching that. $25,000 is a, is a minimum spend to do something interesting. Use that $25,000 to make a podcast, a series of shows, a series of episodes for a business. I think there's something to that. Think about that when you're out there going, how can I make something work? What if I wanted to do a podcast for this company? How much would I charge? 25 grand. And do something great. And if you need help doing things like all the back end stuff and the plumbing and picking it all together and making sure you got a format, you know who you could call? This guy. I launch podcasts. It's what I do. Podcastlaunch.pro is my website. Email me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Let's talk. I'll be back again tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, 
or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.